Welcome to the Beargrass Christian Church Podcast. I'm Dee Decker, the communications director here at the church and so-called host of the show. This is the first of two conversations that I have with Dr. Susan Lowe uh, to follow up on her sermon, A New Spirit of Gratitude, that she preached earlier in June, uh, where she focused on Psalm 13 and the Psalms uh, of Lament. Uh, I I want to say that in my conversations uh, with Susan here, um, talking about uh, the follow-up to her ser- her sermons, some of the the nuggets that she drops are just really good uh, and have stuck with me for for a long time. So I hope that you enjoy uh, listening to our conversation as much as we had having it. Um, so without further ado, here is my conversation, the first of two with Dr. Susan Lowe. So we're following up on the sermon that you did on, what was that, Psalms 13? Yes. I was actually excited to do the content because I really don't feel that we in the church uh, acknowledge, lament, or that as a resource for us to use to talk to God about our griefs and sorrows and pain and heartache. Um, so I just wanted to provide an opportunity for education, but also uh, actually in the service when I asked people to write down their own laments, you know, mm-hmm. give a chance uh, for us to come together as a, a congregation and, and voice individual, communal yeah. uh, laments. Why don't you, I mean, what do you think? Why Why does the church, not the big C church, right. not Beargrass, but the big C church, right? What What is the story with that? Why do we not allow space? That's been my experience as well. I think it's in church. I think it's in society. Uh, we want to avoid uh, the grief and heartache and pain, the ugly side of things, and always make things cheery and rosy and happy. And I think that's, you know, has been the tradition of many churches. It's always about worship and praise and thanksgiving. And not that, that that's absolutely, you know, key sure. to worship, but uh, I think we also have to leave space for uh, the sorrow and the sadness and the pain, but because it's there everywhere. Yeah, it's so, real. So, so what do you, what do you, what do you think the church, I mean, I, well, I mean, answer this maybe from both perspectives. What do you think the church would benefit from allowing that kind of space and then what do you think individuals would benefit from the church allowing that kind of space? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's they're both good. I mean, if you allow for individual lament in a space where it's safe to do that, um, it provides, I think, relief. It provides uh, comfort. It provides hope. And uh, to do that as a a community with things that are bigger, um, not just individual lives, but, you know, children at the border or mm-hmm. other things, um, that that just brings us closer together, allows us to bring our complaints to God, but also allows us to be open to God and what God is asking us to do mm-hmm. um, to bring change. Because those are things, I think we bring laments to God that the stuff that we can do nothing about. It's mm-hmm. just something we have to deal with and work through. Um, but then there are things for which we can do something about and, you know, kind of knowing. So it sounds like, 
it sounds like the church is missing, again, the big C church could potentially be missing an opportunity for people to, you know, put that into action in some way. Yeah, I mean, I think so. And I think churches were really good. Um, You know, you think about many years ago, you know, 9-11 churches. I I thought about that and I thought about my church and what we did. Like we had like months and months of like a special time during the service where like people would go and there was like different prayer stations that that yeah. we went to. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm pretty sure I was not on staff at Beargrass, but being down at St. Matthew's Methodist, I'm pretty sure Beargrass offered a service, a special service, or at least open, excuse me, opened up sanctuary, a place and space for people to come and, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. do that. So, yeah, I think uh, it's important for us to provide that, that space um, and not just when something so horrific mm-hmm. um, has mm-hmm. happened, but just have that be a part of the regular um, rhythm of worship, of, you know, being a part of the church family. So. Right, right. Well, maybe we should talk about what you think lament is. Maybe. <laughs> we've, had, we've kind of gone on about it a little bit. But so how do you... Oh, I mean, basically, uh, lament is bringing your sorrow and sadness, your anger, your complaint against God, to God. Um, so there's like the address, addressing God. Uh, you voice the complaint. Uh, you make a petition. Uh, you know, could be demanding, could be adding motivation for God to, to do something about what's going on. Um, but then it always comes back to a vow to praise, um, trusting God will um, be faithful. God will, um, you know, be So present. a lament requires those three things, an address, a petition, yeah. and then a vow to praise? Uh, well, it's, it's four or five. So yeah, it's a address, a complaint, petition, motivation sometimes, and then the vow to praise. Yeah. It's, Maybe I'm whining. I don't, I, that vow, that, I mean, some of that is really hard, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know that I want to do that vow to praise thing. Sometimes I right. just want to, I just want to rail. Right. But it's the vow to praise. It's not. That's not optional. Well, no, it's, it's a vow to praise. It's not necessarily praising God right then and there. Ah. It's a vow to mm. praise God. Later. Like so, so you could put a pin in it, so to speak. Right. <laughs> Right. It's like, okay, I'm going to trust you with this. So ticked off at you right now. And I don't know what end is up, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as I look back on my life, these are the times that you were there or, you know, are these the way I've seen other people? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, I'm going to go with it. So, yeah. So I have a friend right now who's going through some, some hard times, but also I think sort of a, like a, a time of reevaluating and reassessing like her faith and her beliefs. Mm-hmm. And she, it, I would say in many ways, she's kind of given up on God, mm-hmm. you know, and she, she's like, I don't know that, you know, there's this, you know, energy or spirit or God out there that, you know, what's the point of praying? Um, and she's very disappointed and frustrated and, I would say maybe even like has some embedded theology that she's kind of wrestling with. Mm -hmm. Um, But she said to me recently, she said, I'm struggling with this huge void where prayer used to be. Mm -hmm. What would you say to her about 
where she is and the the important uh, importance of you know lamenting some loss and grief and yeah and i also i well i think that gets into a bigger discussion of what prayer is but um you know we tend to think of prayer as being still and silent and bowing our heads and you know talking to god um but i think prayer takes many forms so even if she sat down if she's a writer writing out a poem or you know just getting her feelings out Mm -hmm. on on paper and expressing them uh to God, or um, I don't know, go throw darts. <laughs> I throw axes personally. Oh, that's a it's good thing. very cathartic. Yes, and and break out the chainsaw occasionally. Yes, chainsaw so. therapy. What's the difference between lament and whining? Then, no, oh, I did bring that up in the sermon. Uh, is it that is it that vow to praise? That is really sticking out to me. And you said that, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, it, 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 believe it or not, if you read through the, the, all the Psalms of lament, there's, there's a turn. Yeah, it's bringing everything to God, all of it, and then trusting God with it. Um, oh, see, now that's another sticking point. Oh, yeah. I didn't say it was easy. <laughs> I mean, I love how they come up with this, like, formula. Okay, here's the five steps to lament. And, oh, yeah. by the way, that's a, a, a few of these are going to be a little difficult. Yeah. Yeah. What did you ask? <laughs> uh, I, oh, the I, difference between uh, lament, lament and whining. Lament yeah. and whining. Well, I, I also think when you look at the Psalms of Lament, some of them are, are individual in nature, but many of them are communal. Um, so they're written in times when uh, the Israelites were in exile and, you know, things were not going as planned as they uh, thought they should. And so, um, you know, they're voicing complaint and lament and saying, God, do something about this. I think uh, the quote I had in the sermon was something to the effect of, whining is is more it's kind of complaining about stuff that well it's just it's a pain but it's not legitimate per se i mean so the example you gave was you know if you uh, have a two hundred thousand dollar home and you have to put a new roof on your home and Mm -hmm. you know you have a funds to to do that right that's whining Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing Uh, whereas lament is being angry, being upset, being sad over the things uh, that are not right. That I mean, like the injustices. Is right. it more of injustice kind it's of injustice, oppression, mm-hmm. uh, the people in power not caring about the person who is, you know, working really hard to make possible everything that you enjoy uh-huh. as a wealthy person, so right. to speak. Right, and yeah. not appreciating that, and not. You know, taking care of the people or the earth or right. what have you. You said that in in you know all of these laments, like there's this turn where you know people go back and and you know vow to praise God and trust. You know, there's a, that turn towards trusting. What would you say to people who are in the kind of throes of grief and loss or suffering? And are like, yeah, I don't think I can make that turn. Uh, I, you know, I say that's okay. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I, I think 
when we're at our lowest and worst or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, that's why we are the church. We have people who can pray for us when we cannot pray for ourselves. Mm. And that's the beauty of being in community. Um, we have others who will lift us up when we don't know which way is up and mm -hmm. uh, have no energy, desire to communicate with God. Yeah. What role do you think lament needs to play in our lives, if at all? Excellent question. Uh, I, I think we need to be able to be aware. I mean, you talked a little bit earlier about, is it important for us to be aware that we're, we're grieving? Um, actually, I, I think it is important to be aware of what triggers us in terms of a grief or a loss, or uh, what are the sensations, the experiences, the emotions, the thoughts. And I think it's helpful to have, whether that's a specific Psalm of Lament, whether that's Psalm 13 or Psalm 77 or some of the other ones, um, or, you know, writing your own. I, in that sermon, I also shared a book, uh, Psalms of Lament by Ann Weems, mm -hmm. I think. Um, I think writing your own psalms of lament are, are helpful, just getting it out there. And it doesn't have to be the perfect, you know, mm -hmm. order of things, but just getting it out there. So I think uh, lamenting before, and that's not always a psalm. There are other books and scripture passages that, that bring out the lament. Did Jesus lament? Uh, I feel quite confident Jesus lamented uh, whether that... Uh, was people not getting it, yeah. uh, uh, his own <laughs> disciples, or uh, the larger people not uh, understanding, not, not seeing, and, uh, you know, lamenting that, yeah, what, what God created and what should be is, is not, because mm -hmm. these people don't get it. What role? Um, okay. But he... also, you know, lamenting death and you know john the baptist that yeah. was probably a time of great yeah. grief and and loss and so what role does god play in lament like if we're lamenting to god right mm -hmm. then what's the role that god plays because my friend i had talked earlier about my friend who's yeah. like what is even the point of this you know if if i'm gonna pray then there's some there's something that i want this god to do if God uh, doesn't come through, then what's the point? Interesting. Uh, so what role, does well, God think, play a role in lament? Uh, sure. Why not? Well, I think <laughs> um, I think God is there uh, to listen, to be a presence. And I, I can't explain to you or anyone else how God works. I don't think God is up there pulling strings and making this or that happen. Mm -hmm. uh, but somehow spirit is working and moving and and it's also a lot of us, what we're up to. Are we tapped into that source and spirit? And are we listening? Mm -hmm. And are we helping others in making changes and bringing about uh, justice and uh, working for, you know, working to make what is wrong right? But I love the quote in the movie Shadowland or Shadowlands with about C.S. Lewis. Mm -hmm. And uh, somewhere in there, he's quoted as saying, somebody's talking to him about, you know, I think along the lines of what is the point of prayer? Uh, his wife is dying. And uh, anyway, he basically says, I, I don't pray to change God. Uh, I, I pray because prayer changes me. Mm. 
And so I don't think prayer is a magic genie yeah. <laughs> wish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and God isn't Santa Claus. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us. and Thanks for, for having me. Life and Lament with Dr. Lowe. What a wonderful and powerful conversation with Dr. Lowe. Uh, What you have just heard is just one of two bonus episodes uh, that we're going to have with Dr. Susan Lowe. This episode really concentrated on lament. However, in another episode, we dive deep with her about grief, the different types of grief and what it means to grieve. Is there a healthy way to grieve? So we hope that you will listen to that episode as well. Um, Also, I'd love for you to reach out to me with any ideas or feedback you have so far on our podcast. Hit me up at the church office or drop me an email at d at beargrass.org. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and be sure to check out our website at www.beargrass.org. Thanks for listening, and we would love to see you around the table at either our 9 or 11 a.m. Sunday morning worship. We're located at 4100 Shelbyville Road in the heart of St. Matthews. You can find all of our worship times, location, and upcoming events on our website. If you like what you're hearing and you feel led to uh, give to the ministry and missions of Beargrass Christian Church, please remember to hit the donate button. Until next time, grace and peace.